This is the Jason Walker Show. Two-time National Sports Media Association Montana Sportscaster of the Year and three-time loser, the Jason Walker Show. The best local and statewide sports coverage featuring the biggest guests from Montana. Flint Rasmussen uh, joining us here on the Jason Walker Show. He's freaking exhausting, too. You used to dance a lot more. Yeah, I know, lady. I'm 51 years old now. The NAI Hall of Famers Mike Van Dees joining us here Jason Walker Show. And is it just a deal where quarterbacks have to be good golfers? Well, that's all they have time for. They don't work out. They don't lift weights. They don't do anything else. They might as well go get on the golf course and at least have some fun. And from across the country. Doug Gottlieb, our guest here on the Jason Walker Show. End of the day, remember, it, it's your show. It's got your name on it. Howie Mandel, our guest here. Jason Walker. Deal or no deal. The Jason Walker Show. Broadcasting from the Major Mortgage Man Cave. Here's Jason Walker. Oh, if you were watching on live on Facebook, YouTube, or uh, Twitter, you just saw me hit myself in the face with my headphones. Oh, the headphones. Good stuff. Welcome inside the Major Mortgage Man Cave. Once again, live at the Green Meadow Country Club. Renovation continuing. We'll have an update uh, for you a little bit later on. We have Beth Page Black, hole number one, sitting behind us as uh, we get ready for a uh, fun Thursday. We're wrapping up the week here. And, uh, man, going to be a great, great show today presented by Capital Collision Center. Montana State Law says it is your vehicle, it is your choice where you have a repair. Choose Capital Collision Center. As always, you can go to jasonwalkershow.com at the end of every show and rewatch everything in its entirety. And uh, that includes today's great guest lineup. That includes Barry Abrams, uh, who is uh, the horse racing genius. And we'll talk to him. Uh, coming up, the Kentucky Derby runs on Saturday at about 4.30 Mountain Time. So we'll talk to Barry. Uh, who does he think will win? He'll give you his top four. Also going to talk uh, in about uh, 15 minutes, comedian Bill Ingvall will join us. He uh, is going to be in Helena on Sunday night at the Civic Center. Tickets available still. And uh, we'll talk to him about uh, a lot of things and what it was it like to get back to work after last year, not being able to work. So I uh, shot my best round of the uh, of the uh, season so far today. Had a great round and appreciate uh, uh, the guys I played with. Had a lot of fun. It was a good time. Love golf. If you haven't golf, you, sh- you should learn how to golf. It's fun. And uh, we enjoy it. So anyway, uh, we're not going to talk golf today. Although we did get passed uh, twice today by the uh, or once we got past once almost twice anyway the guys uh, here at uh, green meadow country club the pros and uh, gm todd fitterer did the uh, 100 holes today they played five and a half rounds of golf they ended up finishing and did all six rounds but uh, it was a lot of fun to watch those guys play and ha- um, for charity uh, todd played for the uh, lewis and clark humane society and uh, chad carlson and uh Ryan Cutter played for the uh, Hunthausen Junior Program here at, uh, at Green Meadow Country Club. So fun stuff, fun, fun stuff. And uh, it was fun to watch those guys just fly around the golf course. It literally, um, well, not literally, they didn't fly, but play really well. And I guess if you're that good, you can play that quick and that well. And uh, those guys did. So it was fun to watch. So. Uh, let's see here. What did we uh, hit on? Uh, lady, uh, the uh, Grizz soccer team lost yesterday to South Carolina in the uh, first round of the NCAA women's soccer tournament, so their season is done. Riggs Johnston, uh, the Libby native, who we talked about on Monday, uh, had a uh, finished uh, top, uh, was he fourth at the Pac-12 championships? Uh, and uh, Not bad for the sophomore, who's really good. And, well, that's why he's at at uh, Arizona State. It was funny because somebody uh, in the media said, a breakout performance. Like, no, dude, no, he's had a breakout performance since high school. Like, that's why the kid is at a Pac-12 school playing golf. He's that good. So, anyway. Uh, the one time, We were going to talk about this yesterday, and it just kind of ran out of time, but the one-time transfer rule cleared uh, the NCAA and starts this fall. So, athletes basically who have not yet transferred – are able to do so one time, and instead of sitting out, which has always been the case, 
they'll immediately be uh, eligible to play. Now it only starts; it, it's only for one time, and it's a big deal. And uh, it was previously available to some athletes, but not in football, basketball, baseball, or men's hockey. Now it's available to all athletes, starting with uh, in the fall, which is really cool. But you have to transfer uh, by July first or uh, May first, rather, uh, for fall and winter sports. July first for uh, spring athletes. So it's it, it, it's basically a good thing. Now it has nothing to do really with the transfer portal, which is a joke. But I mean, we're seeing everybody and their brother transferring. But it's um, it's kind of a cool deal. So you don't. So you can leave. Uh, let's say like uh, Fallon Frigi at Montana State played at North Dakota, transferred, had to sit out a year before she was able to play her senior year at Montana State. Had this been in effect a couple of years ago, Fallon would not have had to sit. Uh, let's see uh, who else. There's a, there's a just. I mean, it's a it's a bunch. You transfer in the NAI, you know, conference to conference, team to team, same thing. You usually have to sit out. So that'll be changing. But uh, NCAA, for sure, um, is in effect, which, like I said, I think it's a good deal. Um, because, and again, only if you have not yet transferred previously. Now, if you have, you can apply for a waiver to become eligible under certain circumstances. But uh, a, a good thing in the NCAA. So if you transfer from, you know, to Montana or Montana State, or MSUB, you don't have to sit out, which has always been the case. But now you don't, so pretty cool. There is a lot of great, great things going on. And right now, let's see here. You've got the Frontier Conference Championships taking place, track and field. And... uh, Good stuff over there. Um, talked about rigs. Let's see. Got the NFL draft tonight. Who you got? Who you got? I mean, I, we, we think Trevor Lawrence is going number one, right? Uh, the quarterback, and then you've got uh, the BYU quarterback going number two. But wh- who at number three? Remember, we talked about this with Gil Brandt on Tuesday, the NFL Hall of Famer and a senior writer at NFL.com. Uh, but where where are you going with three? Mac Jones to San Francisco, or will it be, uh, let's say, a guy like Trey Lance, who Gill has heard could be going uh, as high as third to San Francisco? Trey from North Dakota State, the uh, great uh, dual-threat quarterback. But uh, we'll see. It'll be fun. It'll be fun to watch if you're into that. Not an NFL guy. Not an NFL guy. So, but you can weigh in at Jay Walker Sports on the Twitter. You can uh, Facebook us. You can email Jason at jasonwalkershow.com. Had a lot of uh, good response yesterday from our interview with Arunas Duda, the uh, volleyball coach up at uh, Providence. Did a great job getting the Argos to the uh, national tournament for a third straight year. Almost uh, got past the round of 16, but it uh, didn't happen. Didn't happen as they fell to number one, Jamestown. Yesterday, and, and but you can go revisit that at jasonwalkershow.com if you so choose. We had uh, some great baseball last night in the state. We got some more coming up this weekend, and uh, as always, good luck to everybody. Montana football making changes to its uh, roster or to its schedule uh, in 2024. Canceled the game with Moorhead. They were going to play in 2020. That neither team played. So the uh, Moorhead, or it was rescheduled to 2024, rather. Grizz uh, was supposed to host Western Carolina, but they moved back uh, that a week to uh, in the same year, in 2024. So a couple of home games there for the Grizz. Uh, let's see here. The game uh, going back to Moorhead. Uh, is coming up, let's see, 2025. So there you go. 
Montana's schedule for the next few years is uh, being rescheduled. Grizz will play seven home games in 2024. Mm-hmm. Seven. Uh, they will uh, play Missouri State if Bobby Petrino is still there, who, by the way, was the uh, coach of the year in that conference at Missouri State. Had a great uh, season in the COVID season. Uh, so Missouri State, Moorhead, and Western Carolina in non-conference play. And uh, scheduled to play 12 games that year. So four of them in uh, Big Sky play at home, and then the three non-cons. We're still hoping just to have a fall season this year, right? I think, I mean, we're going to. There's no question about that. We'll have full stands. It'll be great. This spring football season is a joke. It means nothing to anybody. And uh, we saw that with some of the teams that didn't play. They smartly opted out and said, why risk injury to a big-name player so that we can play in the fall? And they can play in the fall. It's good stuff. That's my thoughts anyway. You can disagree if you want. You can weigh in any time. At Jay Walker Sports on the Twitter. You can uh, email, Facebook, tweet us as always. Looking forward to talking to Bill Ingvall, the comedian, coming up here in a few minutes. And uh, also uh, Barry Abrams will join us. On this day in history is coming up too. Uh, got a big one. Uh, lots of birthdays today, celebrity-wise. And few horses have a chance to win the uh, Kentucky Derby on Saturday. And uh, Barry Abrams is going to tell you his top three and top four, really. I'll give you my pick. And also, we're going to talk about a great book called Montana Horse Racing, A History by Brenda Waller. Picked it up in Butte a couple of months ago. But uh, lots of great information about Montana horse racing in this book. Highly recommend it. So if, uh, if you get the chance. Uh, let's see, what else is coming up? Uh, oh, a remodel update. We'll give you that uh, coming up before the end of the show, too, in the walk-off. So we're not here tomorrow. Uh, we are going to, not on the air tomorrow, we're going to celebrate, uh, get ready to celebrate the little one's birthday, uh, her third birthday coming up on Saturday. We're going to be in and out a, uh, for the next couple of weeks. Um, my oldest is coming home from uh, grad school at Auburn. And uh, in a couple of weeks, so we'll be down in Bozeman visiting her for a couple of days. So no show on May the 10th. I think that's a Monday. Uh, May the 9th. Whatever the, I think it is, it is the 10th because the second is this. Yeah, so the 10th, no show for sure. We'll be in and out next week as well. But uh, we'll update you. Take a quick break. Bill Ingvall joins us next. Hang on. New vehicles keep coming, and Capital Collision Center keeps earning certifications to repair them. They're Helena's newest GM-certified facility. No matter the make or year, they repair your car to manufacturer's standards and requirements, maintaining its safety and value. Montana State Law says it's your vehicle and it's your choice where you have it repaired. Choose Capital Collision Center, certified in GM, Subaru, and Nissan, and Helena's only shop certified in Honda, Acura, and Ford. When you value safety, go to Capital Collision Center on Euclid. Have you thought about buying a home and just don't know where to begin? Well, when it comes to one of the most important purchases one can make, we understand it can be frustrating and confusing, but it doesn't have to be. Let the Major Mortgage Team help you with all your mortgage needs. Major Mortgage means major service, and we would love the opportunity to help you today. Give J.R. McFadden, NMLS number 1246357, a call today at 406-465-1918, or you can visit him at 2001 11th Avenue, Building A, Suite 3 in Helena. Major Mortgage is a division of AMCAP Mortgage, NMLS number 129122, equal housing lender. Welcome back to the Jason Walker Show. That is Beth Page Black, hole number one here uh, in the simulator behind us at Green Meadow Country Club. As uh, our remodel continues of our home studio, the Major Mortgage Man Cave, presented by Capital Collision Center. Barry Abrams will talk horse racing when we return uh, here in a little bit. In uh, about uh, 20 minutes or so, he will join us. But joining us now via the phone all the way from California is, I think he's in California, is comedian, actor Bill Ingvall. How you doing, sir? Well, not as good as you. I don't got a 
simulator sitting behind me. <laughs> I'm at the country club, so it, it, it works out. Are you a good golfer? <laughs> uh, I yeah, I'm about a nine or an eight. Oh, okay. So the, you're, uh, you're better than me. The uh, well, I just got a lot of time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know what's funny? What's funny? I was play. I went uh, this morning, as a matter of fact. Uh, we actually are here in Scottsdale, uh, Arizona. Okay. My wife and I. Be, We've become those people that winter down here because I get older. The winters just are too much for me. But I was, I was with my golf pro today, and he, he said uh, I set up a lesson with him, and I do it every once in a while, just kind of as a tune-up. And so I'm sitting there, and I'm hitting balls, and he walks up. And he goes, "I've been watching." He goes, "What's the problem?" I go, "Well, on the range, I'm a scratch golfer." <laughs> I said, "But I get on that first tee, and it's." It's like my brain goes, listen, I know the swing you want to do, but that's not as much fun as that one where we don't know where it's going. Let's just do that one. Uh, that is, I think, every golfer's problem unless you're on the tour, right? Yeah, and even then, I was watching the the Valspar, whatever it is, it's all these names now I can't keep up with. But uh, And there's a sick kind of dark side of me that when I see a pro screw up a shot, I go, Thank you. Yep. Thank you. I'm not the only one that does this. Yep. I completely now, agree with you. It's 280 yards further than what I would be getting. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Bill Ingvall joining us. Hey, the last time we talked, uh, last January 2020, pre-COVID, we talked about prostate health. How is the prostate? Prostate's doing good. Uh, I wish to God we didn't have to have these discussions. Uh, the older I get, I'm I, you know, I think that's probably the only place the good Lord messed up, Jason. And I think when you turn 50, there should be a reward. You know, like, hey, you know what, dude? You made it to 50. Your prostate's going to be good. You don't have to take that little blue pill. Your your, your hair on your head's going to stay there. It's not going to start growing out of your ears and your nose. And But what happened was now you turn 50 and it just goes to hell. <laughs> um, I've had my prostate checked Um not on purpose. Good boy. <laughs> uh, well, it was on purpose, but um, I didn't want to a little bit early. I'm only 45, but uh, I prefer the long, skinny fingers as opposed to the Elton John finger, short and stubby. Yeah, yeah. That's. Uh, I tell you, we had. Uh, uh, <laughs> now that we're on this subject, I had uh, my colonoscopy last year, and I don't. I don't care how far you have to travel, you got to go to this guy that I found. He gives you a little propofol. He wheeled me into the room. The lights were dim, and the Almond Brothers were playing. And I said, "Dude, you can do whatever you want, man. I'm good." <laughs> I love it. Bill Ingvall, our guest here, Jason Walker show. Uh, so when we talked, it was pre-COVID, and then COVID hit yeah. and shut down everything, including the uh, comedy circuit. How did you spend the year? Uh, you know, I gotta be honest with you. Uh, it was really good for Gail, my wife and I, because it made me realize that we're, we're going to, we're going to make it, you know, uh, we luckily for us down here in Arizona, we, uh, it was, uh, we, we play a lot of golf, uh, just because we could, Mm -hmm. uh, that was pretty much the only thing we could do. Uh, uh, and so. Uh, I did. I also was. I, I don't know. If you, I don't know if you know this or not, but uh, I had actually gone back to college uh, uh, this about three years ago, doing it online. So COVID was great because I got to finish up my college, nice. and I had stuff to do. Uh, and uh, so I graduated, which was cool. Now I got a degree. I don't know what I'll ever do with it, but I got a degree. But uh, yeah, it was. I, I you know Jason, I think that the sad thing uh, comedically was. At a time when people really needed to laugh, uh, we just couldn't. Mm-hmm. You know, we couldn't. We couldn't provide that service. And I got to be honest with you, I I totally get this term pandemic fatigue. I am so done with this. I think uh, a lot of people are. Well, I don't know by how it is up in Helena, but like this never made sense to me. Like right now, I I had to put a mask on. Like when you could finally go to a restaurant. I had to put a mask on to walk through the door, but as soon as I sat down, I could take it off. Yeah, made it I don't get that. And then you could go to the bathroom, <laughs> but you had to wear it to the bathroom, but then yeah, touch the yeah. same door handles that everybody else was. Exactly. <laughs> like, uh, it's, yeah, there was I a lot of things. Me, it showed me that, it, it, that 
I there I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do this. I wrote this joke. Uh, I'm gonna do it there in Helm. I haven't done it yet on stage, but I'm gonna do it. It just shows you know the mask is a fairly simple apparatus. There's not a lot of instructions that go with it. In fact, I think there's just one. It just says cover your nose and mouth. But I have been amazed at how people have figured out different ways to wear them. It's like you got the guy that just got you got the guy who's got it on, but it's under it's underneath his chin. Mm-hmm. There's the guy the guy who's just covering his nose. The other guy who's just covering his mouth. It's like just put it over your nose and mouth. It's real. I, I, people just. I'm telling you. A lot of people have asked me before they go, why, why you know, people believe in UFOs? They go, how come we haven't been visited? I said, we've been visited. I said, I think the aliens just looked at us and said, it just takes too much time, man. We don't got that kind of time. That's exactly. I agree. Bill Ingvall <laughs> joining us here, Jason Walker show. You know, and then you look at those guys, especially up here in Montana, where they have the big bushy beards and the small mask. I thought I was watching 70s porn. Yeah, and right, right. <laughs> <laughs> At least that's what I've been told it looked like. What I didn't understand, and I don't know if you guys ran into this up there, but down here, people were hoarding toilet paper. Yeah, oh there yeah. Was not one, there was not one symptom of explosive diarrhea associated <laughs> with COVID or frequent bowel movement. It's like, what? I mean, people were stealing it out of other people's carts. And I was like, is are they getting a news feed that I'm not getting? Because uh, I don't understand the whole toilet paper thing. I didn't either. Nobody did. Uh, Bill Ingvall, our guest here, Jason Walker show. So you're getting back to uh, to performing. Have you? How many how many shows have you done post COVID? Uh, I've done three shows since we've been able to come back. Uh, uh, Helena will be the fourth. Okay. And I got to tell you, it's uh, that first show back was a little nerve wracking. I bet. I'll tell you how bad it was because I didn't work for over a year. Um, and this, this made me only certain people get this and you're one of them. So I'm doing my show and, and I, at the end of every show now I, I end with the here's your sign bit. Right. So I'd gotten through the material, done the show. And I said, you know, hey, you guys are great. And I knew I was going to go into this here's your sign bit, but I couldn't remember one of them. I was like, <laughs> I mean, dude, I drew a complete blank, and it was so bad, I actually looked at the audience and finally said, so, you guys got any favorite here's your signs you want to hear? <laughs> well, because it's... I, I mean, it was like, you could have said, Bill, if you don't come up with a here's your sign, we're taking your entire family away. I go, well, I hope it's a nice car, because I can't remember one. That is funny. That is, I mean, and yeah. not for you, but for us it would be, yeah. Yeah, it was. Uh, I, I will tell you though that I did have a, a, a "Here's Your Sign" moment happen to me at the peak of the uh, COVID. It wasn't quite at the peak. It was probably because we were going. My wife and I were going to a restaurant, and uh, so we walked up to the front door, and there was a, a girl standing there with one of those temperature guns. Oh yeah, that they they laser your forehead, and you know, I'm me. I'm a I'm a smart aleck. I'm trying to be funny. So she puts it on my head, and I said, oh, you taking my temperature? And without missing a beat, she goes, nope, checking for moron. Found one. <laughs> here's, here's your sign. Here's your sign. <laughs> All right, so um, Bill Ingvall joining us. All right, so before we talk about what fans can expect on Sunday in Helena, um, mm-hmm. wrapping up Last Man Standing, nine years. and uh, Oh, that was such a great show to be a part of. And I saw some pictures with the uh, the cast, and you always, you know, they say goodbye to the, the, the audience and make that final bow. But um, what an amazing run for a show that is just hilarious in real life. And I loved Last Man Standing. Well, you know what, uh, Tim is, uh, my God, I mean, I can't tell you the number of actors that would love to have had, you know, he had tool time that ran for what, 10 years. Mm -hmm. And then he had this last man standing around for nine. But I will tell you why, because I think because Tim is, Tim knows what works. And the times that I was uh, honored to be a guest star on that show, I was always amazed that uh, we could cut up and joke and all that. But when it came down to it, we, we got, we got it. And he had that thing down to a machine. That, uh, yeah, I mean, like we would, we would, 
rehearsed and taped the show in one day. I mean, and most sitcoms take five, six days. Wow. But Tim is great. And, you know, Tim's one of those guys that, you know, you're never going to get the form, the, the warm and fuzzies from him, but he's a great guy. You know, he's, uh, he, he and I'd say my favorite episode, well, there was one where it, I was on and Leno was on, and of course, Tim, and in between camera takes, it was just like a joke. Oh, who could, who could come up with the, the last joke? And I said, this is what you ought to be filming. Cause, uh, you know, cause Leno's like a walking joke book. He knows, he knows every joke out there. And, uh, so it was, but you know, it was really fun. And plus it, it you know, uh, you know, Nancy Travis, who played his wife also played my wife on my show. So it was, you know, every time I did, it was just like a homecoming. And uh, the rest of the cast was just amazing. And I think that's, that's really the secret to a, a good, a successful show is, like, Tim knew he was the star, but he was smart enough that he surrounded himself with really good actors. And, you know, that just makes the show so much more uh, powerful. So is it like watching Wife Spot or Wife Swap because you had Nancy Travis, who was your wife, on your show, and then she's on, you know, Tim's wife on on Last Man Standing. It, yeah, it was it was kind it was kind of weird at first. <laughs> <laughs> like, hey, you're kissing my wife. What are you doing? Yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> and you played a preacher, which is really weird. Yeah, uh, you know, James, I tell you, that's uh, this is what's weird is that show was probably. A, a pretty major impetus for me going back to school. I actually, the degree I got was in Christian studies. Okay. And, uh, uh, it was interesting when I played the character of Reverend, I you know I played a lot of characters on a lot of shows, but I really liked this one because Reverend Paul was really the only one that could stand up to Mike Baxter. And, uh, and so it, it made it even more fun, but I just really, the, the, the character was well, th- well thought out and, he wasn't over the top, like a caricature, you know, it was just, he, I always, I wanted to play Reverend Paul as, would he be the kind of uh, a pastor that, that people would want to go see, you know, uh, and, and I think we achieved that. I like it. It was a great run. You did fantastic. The whole cast was awesome. Bill Ingvall, our guest here. All right, Sunday night at the Helena Civic Center and uh, your fourth show back. So what can fans expect on Sunday night? I have no idea. <laughs> now, you know, I, I tell you, Jason, one of the things that I've, I've found out through COVID was there's a whole generation that that, that never probably, you know, they probably came along uh, about the seventh or sixth or seventh album. Uh, so I'm going to do a thing. I'm going to kind of toy with the idea of doing a show kind of tentatively called My Favorite. And it's just the bits over the years that that I've wanted to, that I've really enjoyed doing, like Dorkfish, or you know, uh, you know, to, and let let people because you know it's funny after I do a show, people will go, oh, you didn't do this or you didn't do that, and uh, so I thought, well, you know what, I'm going to go through and try to find some of the better, you know, some of those bits that I just you know hadn't done in years, and uh, the. But there's also, I've, you know, I've been working on some new I, uh, new stuff. I One of the things I discovered through COVID was that my wife is an addict to Bed Bath & Beyond. Um, and I didn't know there's not a support group for that. Uh, I All I know is that we found our, I, I remember, I've been to Bed Bath & Beyond in the last year more times than I have in the other 63 years of my life. It, and it's just for stupid stuff like like i remember she said we need to go get guest towels and i'm like what are we the hilton i go they're guest towels i go they're guests so they're not here all the time so they don't know whether these are guest towels or not so let's just let them use our old ratty ones we're just you know it's like that and the other one we had we had to go to the, the bed bath and beyond to get hangers clothes hangers and i said why are we getting clothes hangers she goes because these we need them. And I go, but don't we get them for free from the dry cleaners? <laughs> <laughs> and I said, I said, we're just buying useless stuff. And she goes, she, she goes, it's like, when you, it, you know what? Bed Bath & Beyond is like her Bass Pro Shop. Okay. So that's fair. The, yeah. That's it. And because she brought that, she goes, well, you buy stupid stuff at Bass Pro Shop. I go, no, I buy stuff that's useful. Like, 
I need some uh, like a thermos that will keep my beer cold and my coffee hot. That's that's important. Yep. Uh, deer pee is always huge. Got to have that. Deer pee is huge. But velvet covered clothes hangers are useless because your clothes get. <laughs> Women just don't understand guys' things, and that's tough. No, uh, you know, and maybe that's maybe it's better that way because maybe if we start understanding that, then we'd have problems. But, uh, uh, yeah, Bill Ingvall, our guest here, and uh, a couple final quick ones for you. I know you got to run, but um, I, I'm just anxious to see you. And it's, it, it sounds great, like a greatest hits episode, basically, is what we're going to get, and like a greatest hits record. Yeah, I don't remember. I, I got to be honest because I'm getting older. I don't remember. If or when the last time I was in Helena was. I don't know if you've been to Helena. Uh, I think Great Falls. I've been to Great Falls. Yeah, I knew that. Yep, because um, I saw you up there. Um, man, that was like 15, 16 years ago, I think. Yeah. Well, yeah. I think, you know, I, I know for a fact I'm going to do uh, – I'm definitely going to do the bit about being on Dancing with the Stars mm. uh, and having my knee replaced. Uh and there's a there's a bunch of stuff that was cut, that was coming out before COVID. So to everybody in Helena, it'll be new. <laughs> right. <laughs> there you go. Uh, real quick, what what can you not talk about with COVID or with the last year? I mean, with the political spectrum and everything that's been going on, or is it just? I mean, when as a comedian, there's certain subjects you have to stay away from. I think, like nine eleven. Yeah. But what do you yeah, what I, do you not talk about with the last year well a i don't do any politics no political stuff uh, just because it's you know we've been inundated with it and and the other thing is, is if i can write the best political joke that's ever been written but right away i alienate 50 percent of the audience and i right. don't want to do that right uh i try not to do too much current event stuff because it has such a short uh short shelf life but uh you know, the other thing that, that, that it's hard, and I think other comedians would echo this, is people have people have been their nerves are just rubbed raw. So everything, you know, it's just a, you you really have to kind of watch. And you know, like like I've had people say, "Oh, you're going to do a bunch of jokes about COVID." I go, "No, because you know, half a million people die. That's that's not really a that's not fodder for a comedy, right?" Uh, and I and the other thing is though, more than that, I think people are just sick of hearing of it. You know, they're just they like show me there's something else out there in life besides this. True. You know, are you? Are you so my worried? goal, my goal for Helena is for people to get there, and when they leave, I want them thinking, okay, everything's kind of getting back to good now. Are you worried about? I mean, everybody's offended by something nowadays, and you've never had the comedy bits that offend people. I don't think. You're, you've always kept it no. clean and family oriented, and you know, talking about your daughter's underwear with your wife. I mean, I, I've got a three-year-old, so I can I'm going to relate to that again. But um, right, but I mean, everybody's offended by something nowadays. Yeah, uh, honestly, I think we all need to sit back and just take, as we used to say in the in the '70s, take a big old chill pill. Uh, it, you know, there's. And I think a lot of it has to do with COVID. The fact that we were, you know, you couldn't do anything. You couldn't go anywhere. You couldn't, you know, it's, uh, you know, it, it, it was kind of like the walking dead, except there weren't zombies. You know, it was like, are we sure about that? The, well, maybe there was, I don't know. The, uh, but I, you know, I think that, uh, that's why I, you know, listen, if somebody gets offended, I can't help it. that. That's, that's, that, you know, that's just, that's, as I read in a book in my college classes, it, there was a line that really made this. He said, when people lash out at you, it really has nothing to do with you. It's about them. And and that's always stuck with me is that, you know, if somebody wants to be there, I think there's people who that's what makes them happy is, you know, griping and yelling and, and all that. But, uh, you know, my job is just, just stay clear of it. And, you know, if somebody has a problem, they can go figure it out on their own. I don't have the energy. The older I get, the less energy I have for those kind of people. I love it. Bill Engvall, uh, he'll be here Sunday night in Helena at the Helena Civic Center, still available for tickets. Um, looking forward to seeing you again and uh, bringing my wife this time. We're going to laugh. We're going to have a great Good. time. And, uh, well, we weren't married. I hey, didn't even and, know who uh, she was the last time I saw you. 
No, it was just been that long. No, the, uh, but Hey, I wanted to tell your listeners out there that, uh, I'm not sure what the proto safety protocols are, but just, just be aware that, you know, you may have to have your mask on and stuff, but we'll, we'll all be fine. Yeah, we will. We uh, will all be, uh, cause definitely. I want everybody to be, listen, I want everybody to be safe. I'm up on stage. I don't, I, you know, I'm not down in the audience, but I want the, the fans there to be safe and, and to be able to come back and see another show. Well, I got it. We can't have our masks on because we, you can't tell if we're laughing or not then. <laughs> oh, I'll know. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm looking forward to it. Safe travels up here, my friend, and uh, looking forward to seeing it, like I said, and maybe I'll run into you backstage. Who knows? If you need somebody, know, if you need somebody, Bill, to introduce you on stage, I'm available. I will have to check with the venue. There you go. Let me know. All right, buddy. All right, take care, safe travels, and uh, we'll see you Sunday. All right, bye-bye. Bye. That is Bill Ingvall joining us here on the Jason Walker Show. What a great guy. Great fun. Looking forward to seeing him. And and it, like he said, let's just get out and laugh. Let's just have some fun on, on Sunday night here in Helena. Tickets are still available. Whether you have to wear a mask or not, who cares? Let's just go have fun. Let's laugh and all have a good time and put this last year kind of behind us. We all need to laugh. And Bill's going to supply a ton of them, I guarantee you, uh, with the greatest hits album, basically, is what we're going to get on uh, on Sunday night, May the 2nd, this Sunday here in Helena. So can't wait to, uh, to see him. All right, we'll take a break. We'll come back. Who's going to win the Kentucky Derby? Which horse is going to uh, come in first? And who's the long shot to maybe win it? We'll find out when Barry Abrams joins us next here Jason Walker Show. This last segment brought to you by our friends at Rutgers Furniture. Make the quality choice for your home at Rutgers Furniture. 1010 Dearborn, Helena. Savings are what you'll find when you shop for new home furnishings at Rutgers Furniture. This means tremendous values on Helena's largest in-stock selection of home furnishings. When you shop Rutgers, you'll find store-wide savings on the furniture you want for every room in your home. And you'll also find our selection of Serta iComfort, the most comfortable beds in Helena. 12-month financing is available with approved credit on most purchases over $299. Ask for details. You'll find store-wide savings at Rutgers Furniture, 1010 Dearborn, Helena. Everyone knows about Dinners Done Right and the convenience of the cook and carry cuisines. It's so easy to just stop by and you have something for dinner that night. But there's also one more thing you need to know about. Dinners Done Right Grab-and-Go Salad Bar. Yes, I said salad bar. Always the freshest ingredients along with a daily soup and nacho bar too. So the next time you are in a rush or you just want to eat healthy, stop by Dinners Done Right for the soup, salad, and nacho bar. For monthly menus and more info, it's dinnersdoneright.com. Spring is fast approaching and summer is just around the corner. So now is the time to get those windows tinted at Auto Concepts as the sun starts to heat up. Tinting is the best way to keep the sun out of your little one's eyes driving down the road. Plus, it just looks cool. Auto Concepts is your exclusive 3M dealer for tinting as well as the best clear bras in town. Auto Concepts clear bras will not fade or yellow over time. And don't forget about suspension lifts and power steps for your rig too. Visit autoconceptshelena.com or check them out on Facebook, Auto Concepts, the auto enhancement professionals. Have you thought about buying a home and just don't know where to begin? Well, when it comes to one of the most important purchases one can make, we understand it can be frustrating and confusing, but it doesn't have to be. Let the Major Mortgage Team help you with all your mortgage needs. Major Mortgage means major service, and we would love the opportunity to help you today. Give J.R. McFadden, NMLS number 1246357, a call today at 406-465-1918, or you can visit him at 2001 11th Avenue, Building A, Suite 3 in Helena. Major Mortgage is a division of AMCAP Mortgage, NMLS number 129122, equal housing lender. New vehicles keep coming, and Capital Collision Center keeps earning certifications to repair them. They're Helena's newest GM-certified facility. No matter the make or year, they repair your car to manufacturer's standards and requirements, maintaining its safety and value. Montana State Law says it's your vehicle and it's your choice where you have it repaired. Choose Capital Collision Center, certified in GM, Subaru, and Nissan, and Helena's only shop certified in Honda, Acura, and Ford. When you value safety, go to Capital Collision Center on Euclid. Listen to the Jason Walker Show anytime and anywhere. 
Download the Jason Walker Show on iTunes, Google Play, or wherever you enjoy podcasts. Ah, still laughing. Bill Ingvall, so much fun. Can't wait till Sunday night. But how cool would that be if I get to interview him? Or again, not interview him, but introduce him on stage. Ladies and gentlemen, Bill Ingvall. Civics and silence, that's exactly what would happen. <laughs> Civic, i got to get a hold of the Civic Center and tell them I'll do it. There you go. Anyway, uh, that was fun. On this day in history coming up, we'll give you remodeling updates on the way as well. No pictures, but uh, I know texturing was done yesterday. Painting was getting done today. I think flooring Monday. So we're still not going to be back in our major mortgage man cave on Monday. Because we got to get the floor done, and then we have to set everything back up. So who knows when we'll be back in there. Anyway. All right, who's going to win the Kentucky Derby? That's a big question, right? Like, and it's weird because we it seems like we just had the Derby because we did. Remember, the Derby was moved from May to November, and it was crazy. And uh, to join us and talk about the Derby, who's going to win, how much has changed in the last year with the horse racing world, is uh, a great friend of the show. His name is Barry Abrams, and he joins us now here on the Jason Walker Show. All right, my friend, it is, uh, it's been a while since we chatted. We're, uh, the last time you and I talked, we were getting ready for the Kentucky Derby. That just happened to be in November, and yet here we are in May, the original, like we're supposed to, and talking about the Kentucky Derby. And uh, Barry Abrams, uh, um, this is an exciting time, but how have the last, what, five, six months been for you? Uh, thankfully, we're all healthy, and we're back and ready to do this, and it's happening at a time when... People aren't thinking about college football like it was <laughs> when the Derby was run the last time. Well, that uh, that would be a good thing. I mean, I can't even remember the horse that won it the last time. Well, all you have to do is remember Bob Baffert. He won his sixth Derby with Authentic, who went on to win the Breeders' Cup Classic and be named Horse of the Year. The horse he's bringing this year is probably not quite that good, but you still have to give them some consideration. We'll get there. We will. Uh, okay, so there was 20 horses drawn, and then a bunch dropped out in the last couple of weeks, and that allowed some other horses that probably weren't going to be in the Derby that are now going to be in the Derby. Um, but tell me about a couple of these ones that dropped out, because I know that was one a favorite or, or had, a, had a chance? Yeah, I mean, Bob Baffert had the horse that really loomed over this whole field, a horse named Life is Good. But he had an ankle injury. Nothing terrible, but certainly not going to allow him to run in this race. Uh, there were some others. Uh, Rebels Romance had qualified by winning a race in Dubai. Uh, his trainer is going to point him to the Belmont Stakes instead, but he qualified here. And there have been a couple of others who dropped out as well. So you do have some horses who really would not have made it, and to me are nothing but traffic, including Brooklyn Strong. It was a good story, but really doesn't belong here. Uh, like, the, well, there, there are some others, but there's a lot of traffic in this race. There really aren't all that many horses who can win here. Well, when you look at what two through five post positions, they're all 50 to one long shots. Yeah, I mean, that, the thing about the draw is that uh, the long shots drew the inside post and the far outside post. So the horses who really have a chance to win really have no excuse. They're somewhere in the middle of the gate and in a field this big, that's right where you want to be. So game on. Barry Abrams uh, joining us. He puts out a daily one-minute commentary on Thoroughbred Racing. It is called The Far Turn. You can find it on his social media feeds on uh, everywhere from YouTube to Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn. Uh, just search Barry Abrams Voice or at B. Abrams Voice. Um, you can also check it out, the Daily Wager on ESPN+. And uh, he is our horse racing guru when it comes to uh, to talking about these great uh, thoroughbreds. And, and let's start with one of the favorites. Nobody's ever won from the 14-hole, but Essential Quality is uh, right now the 2-1 to favorite to win this thing and 5-0 uh, and oh to start uh, his career. Well, first of all, I think that stat is going to become less important because of the way that they, uh, the horses are going to break from now on. There's a new gate 
And that gate is a single 20-stall gate as opposed to the old gates where, you know, the, the stall would go up to 14, and then you had to add one to get from gates 15 to 20. And there was a gap in there, and that often created some traffic problems. That won't be the case anymore. So I think you will see some horses win from 14. Essential Quality, the favorite, has really been the only consistent runner of all of these. He has won all five of his starts, and his uh, power numbers and everything, very consistent. If you want to knock him, he hasn't looked visually all that impressive. He had to work fairly hard to beat some horses who were not all that good although he did beat Hot Rod Charlie in the Breeders' Cup Juvenile to win the two-year-old championship, and Hot Rod Charlie is a very big threat here on Saturday. But he hasn't really beaten anybody big. I'm going to try to beat him, not by much. He's certainly going to have something to say about it. But here's the thing in terms of trying to pick a winner. I've watched all of the races that have happened at Churchill Downs this week, their first day was Saturday, and it has been very, very hard to come from behind. You try to pick a closer at your own risk. Now, essential quality usually runs middle of the pack, and with his class, he can probably, you know, hang in there. But I'm going to go for horses that are right near the front. And one of them is the second choice in the race, Rock Your World, the winner of the Santa Anita Derby. You want to knock him, he's only made three starts in his career, and two of them were on grass. But he won the Santa Anita Derby over a field that I think was the best this year. The horses from California, of which Rock Your World has won, I think are the best group of horses coming into this race. And he was the best of them in the most important California prep race for the Kentucky Derby. I, he's definitely a front runner, and I think he's your winner. If you're looking for some other front runners, some of them will get you a price including a couple two stalls away, highly motivated for Chad Brown coming from New York. He's a front runner. He's been very consistent. Is he good enough to beat Rock Your World? We'll see, but he's been very, very consistent. He's got a great jockey and Javier Castellano on him. I would definitely look to him. We talked about Bob Baffert, who, again, doesn't bring the favorite this time. It's a rare thing for Baffert, but he's bringing a horse named Medina Spirit, who couldn't beat Rocky World in the Santa Anita, Santa Anita Derby, and were this not a track favoring front runners, I wouldn't even look at him. But at 15-1, to 1, with John Velasquez, the connections that won the Derby last year, Bob Baffert, John Velasquez, definitely have to give him a look, too. And Hot Rod Charlie, who won the Louisiana Derby, but he's based in California for Doug O'Neill, who's won two derbies, uh, certainly will be up in the early going, and at 8-1, to 1, I would definitely look at him, too. Uh, going back to Rock Your World for a second, he's got the pedigree of uh, Belmont Stakes winner and Kentucky Derby runner-up Empire Maker. Um, we saw, you know, the horses that came out of Secretariat not really be as good, and obviously Secretariat an anomaly. But is this a, is this a, a good thing for Rock Your World? And, and, I mean, obviously it is, but um, will that help, or does it affect him at all? I don't know that it affects him. I mean, he's go, he, his father was a horse named Candy Ride, who was an Argentine bred who came here in 1997, I forget which year, and absolutely demolished a field in the Pacific Classic in, at Del Mar in San Diego, won by the length of the stretch. And that made him a prolific sire, or at least they were going to breed to him quite a bit. And he's churned out quite a few good runners. Uh, Empire Maker is the father of his mother, his grandfather, and Empire Maker won the Belmont Stakes, as you mentioned. Uh, that's pretty good breeding right there. The knock on him is he's only run three times. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you have to go back to Big Brown in 2008 to find a horse that's won only three times, ran only three times before winning the Kentucky Derby. So he doesn't have all that much seasoning. That's the knock against him. But I think his talent and his breeding are going to overcome that. Barry Abrams joining us, and uh, he hosts a daily one-minute uh, commentary on thoroughbred racing. It is called The Far Turn. 
You can find it at B. Abrams Voice on uh, the Twitter and also the Instagram, LinkedIn, Barry Abrams, Facebook, Barry Abrams Voice, also on YouTube or uh, the Daily Wager on ESPN+. Plus. Okay, let's get to long shots here because uh, you don't think one's going to win, but you did mention uh, the one horse at 15-1, to one, or 8-1 to one rather, that had a good shot in, in Hot Rod Charlie. But I, I'm going to give you my favorite, A, because it's my favorite number, but also I just like drinking bourbon. But the number 10 slot, Midnight Bourbon, a 20-to-1 shot here, it, do we have a chance with this horse? Absolutely. Midnight Bourbon is another front runner. He's going to be up in the early going. And, uh, you know, his numbers have been a little consistently lower than some of the best ones in this field, which is why he is 20 to 1 on the morning line. But, you know, second in the Louisiana Derby is last time out. Third before that. First before that in Louisiana. So he's going to be up in the early going. He's got Mike Smith, big money Mike on him. You can't do much better than that. You know, a horse, that, a guy who won the Triple Crown with Justify three years ago, he has definitely got a shot. I don't think he wins, but I definitely think he has a chance to come in second. And depending on who gets the best trip, maybe he finishes first. But I, yes, I definitely keep him alive. Well, uh, we've got sports betting here in Montana. I might have to just put a little wager on my on my midnight bourbon there. Um, so I'm trying to get that done. Hey, Barry Abrams, I picked up a book. Um, a, a couple of months ago, and it's a great read. It is called Montana Horse Racing, a History. And as some people don't know, but the first derby winner in 1889 was Montana bred in Spokane, or from the uh, name Spokane. Um, but uh, it's a great book and a great read for anybody that wants to learn about horse racing in the state of Montana because um, it's big. It, it's been real big. There's not many states where... You know, you can claim horse racing is one of your uh, favorite sports, but Montana is definitely one of them. I believe the jockey of Seabiscuit uh, came from Montana, yes. or the trainer. I, uh, I think it was the jockey who came from Montana. I can't remember. Was it? Uh, I think it was the Tom Smith was the trainer, and I'm trying. I believe Charles Kurtz. Is Charles Kurtzinger right? Rides Seabiscuit, um, but I believe he did. And I, I, you know wasn't so sure that a book like that would go much further than Gary Stevens, but it sounds like there's a lot of good stories to be told. Oh, yeah. Red Pollard wrote Seabiscuit, and I believe he was from Edmonton, but I believe he spent quite a bit of time in Montana, I believe too. You, Yeah, I believe you're right there, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah I'll, I'll uh, send you this book if you want to check it out. But, uh, I love well, it. read it first. Well, I have, so I'll, I'll, I've, read it, <laughs> I've read it halfway through once, and uh, I got it finished another time, and it's a great read, so I, uh, I highly recommend it. Um, but when you talk about states, Barry, that, you know, obviously Kentucky, New York, uh, you know, Maryland, Louisiana, Arkansas, California, but is there any other ones, out, you know, that you can think of off the top of your head that are big into horse racing? Well, obviously the, uh, the two biggest states per, with, with horse per capita are Oklahoma and Texas. They have very rarely been on the what you would call major circuit of thoroughbred racing, but there are no two states with more horses than Oklahoma and Texas. There are many other breeds of horses that run there, particularly quarter horses. That's a big thing in the Southwest, the shorter, squatter, mm. faster horses that run, you know, maybe 440 yards or, or something like that. But... Uh, you know, in terms of thoroughbred, you're also, of course, forgetting Florida, where a lot of these horses spend their winters or at least their vacation. Ocala is a huge area for horse breeding, which is about, I would say, a, an hour northwest of Orlando. That's basically Spa Central, where all of these horses go when they're born to learn how to be race horses, and when they're injured and need a break, they often end up in Ocala. So, yeah, don't forget about that. That's a very important True. part of the uh, life cycle of a racehorse. Uh, Barry Abrams, you can check him out, uh, The Daily Wager, ESPN+. Plus. You can also, uh, it's uh, called The Far Turn, a one-minute daily uh, commentary on thoroughbred racing. You can check it out on social media and uh, at B. Abrams Voice on uh, Twitter and uh, Instagram, Barry Abrams Voice, Facebook, Barry Abrams LinkedIn. you got a lot of uh, 
So and how about this? We're gonna we're gonna try something for the Kentucky Derby. If any of you folks are interested, we're gonna do Instagram Live. We're gonna do a second screen experience where you have the race on your TV. Throw me up on the phone, and we'll have some fun. We're gonna try to make it interactive. People can ask questions. I've never done it before, but we're gonna give it a try. I like that uh, horse so that's racing. Four o'clock Mountain Time. You know the race is at four thirty Mountain. Mm-hmm. So we're gonna try to go up around four o'clock Mountain. Okay. Uh, can we get some offense for Jacob Degrom? Eighty-one starts, one or fewer runs, thirty-three wins. That's it. One nothing loss last night. I mean, what else does the guy have to do? <laughs> and he hits, too. He's done everything right? you could ask him to do. Exactly. I think he's not going to win 100 games. He'll be a Hall of Famer without winning 100 games because of. Sandy Koufax, like, I mean, he's, yep. you know, he's not a spring chicken. He's 33. Yeah. But he could still pitch another three to four years at this level, which would give him that five ish year period like Koufax had in the 60s, and yet he will have fewer than half the number of wins because the Mets are the Mets. <laughs> the, uh, yes, they are. And I, they're still like right there leading the division. It's crazy. Um, he's a Mets fan. He's a good friend of the show, and uh, we enjoy having him. Once again, check out uh, the Far Turn on uh, social media channels, a daily one-minute commentary on Thoroughbred Racing, also the Daily Wager on ESPN+. Plus. All right, finally, give me real quick your top three. Win, play, show from the master Barry Abrams. I think Rocky World wins this race. I love Hot Rod Charlie to come in with him. And for third, I'm looking at, like we talked about, Midnight Bourbon, and if there's you know a real long shot that clunks up in there, I would take a look at dynamic one for trainer Todd Fletcher, who was overtaken by a long shot in this field last time out in Borbonic, but he's been training lights out at Churchill. He looks like a million dollars, and I think he's going to put in his best race. Might not be good enough to win, but you might want to take him underneath. All right, I like that. Hey, Barry, thank you for joining us. It's always a pleasure to chat uh, racing and and uh, and Mets baseball, or should I say New York Mets baseball. And <laughs> it's, it's hard being a Mets fan, and you know that as well as I do. Uh, we'll check in with you uh, here in a few weeks as we get ready for the, the Triple Crown in its entirety, the way it's supposed to be run uh, in 2021. You know where to find me, my friend. Take it easy. Uh, excuse me. Love chatting with that dude, Barry Abrams. Uh, check him out, and he is great. If you want to know anything about horse racing, follow him at B. Abrams Voice on the Twitter, or uh, like I said, on Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, YouTube. He's all over the place, Instagram as well. So um, I'm going to pick. I'll give you my pick coming up. All right, so uh, let's do On This Day in History, and it is brought to you by our good friends over at Big Sky Printwear. We print what you wear, and uh, that includes Jason Walker's show merchandise which uh, we're going to start selling as well uh, coming up. We're going to get some cool stuff uh, going on over there with Big Sky Printwear. So appreciate Sheila and the gang for uh, all their great work. All right, today is April 29th. It is Peace Rose Day. It is Shrimp Scampi Day, National Zipper Day, and National Poem in Your... Is that a poem in your pocket, or are you just happy to see me day? It's Poem in Your Pocket Day. All right, a lot of things going on. 1892, Charlie Riley becomes baseball's first pinch hitter. 1901, the 27th Kentucky Derby, Jimmy Winkfield, on his eminence, gets the win. 1931, Indians pitcher Wes Farrell gets a no-hitter. Pittsburgh, the last major league city to play a home game on a Sunday, 1934. 1936, first pro baseball game in Japan. 1961, debut of ABC's Wide World of Sports. Who can forget Jim McKay's famous intro? Uh, 1986, Boston Red Sox pitcher Roger Clemens strikes out 20 Seattle Mariners. 1988, Baltimore Orioles get their first win of the season after 21 consecutive losses. Chili Davis, then of Kansas City in 1997, becomes the 75th all-time to hit 300 home runs. Happy birthday to Jim Ryan, born on this date in 1947. Olympic silver medalist in 1968. 1947 as well, Johnny Miller was born, won the U.S. Open in 73, the Open British in 76. 
Uh, let's see. Dale Earnhardt, born on this date in 1951. 1958, the greatest, the best announcer uh, right now, Gary Cohen of the New York Mets, 1958, was born. Uh, it is Curtis Joseph's birthday, the goalie, uh, 1967, born in Edmonton. Uh, Andre Agassi, born on this date in 1970, the eight-time Grand Slam champ, won Olympic gold in 96. 1979, Lee Dong-guk, Korean footballer, was born in Pohang, South Korea. Lee Dong-guk. Uh, 1993, Justin Thomas, born. Uh, Barbaro's birthday, speaking of uh, horse racing. Barbaro, born on this date in 2003. Willie Nelson's birthday is today, 1933. Uh, Tommy James, the singer. Born in 1947, Michelle Pfeiffer, 1958. Happy birthday to her. Uh, Alfred Hitchcock died on this date in 1980. Uh, also, let's see, 1990, wrecking cranes tore down or began tearing down the Berlin Wall at the Brandenburg Gate. And in 1995, the longest sausage ever was made in Ontario. 28.77 miles. A 20, almost 29-mile sausage. Yeah, there you go. All right, let's do, where are you at? Yes. We're almost at the end of the show. What did we learn? And what did he miss? Time for the walk-off. Big Sky Print, we're bringing us on this day in history. It is now time for the walk-off. By the way, speaking of Red Pollard, the jockey who rode Seabiscuit. So in the book I was reading... Um, Montana Horse Racing History, a fantastic book written by uh, Brenda Waller. Uh, so Pollard, at 15, went to, arrived in uh, Butte. So something happened uh, with anti-gambling in Helena, the capital, obviously. But anyway, so Pollard comes to Butte and uh, was entrusted by his parents to a guardian. But his, his guardian left him, abandoned him. So Pollard was homeless, didn't have any money, rode a few races, didn't win in 1925, uh, but picked up his nickname Red because of his hair color. And uh, another jockey from Canada, George Wolfe, um, lived in Bab on the Blackfeet Reservation and uh, rode match uh, races when he was six there on the reservation and also rode an Indian relay in Montana fair meets. So he's called the Wolf of Montana. So then 10 years after leaving Butte, Red Pollard meets Seabiscuit, and the rest is history. So there you go. little on this day in history uh, extra with the walk-off. Not even on this day in history, though. It's just Red Pollard history. Okay, so the walk-off. Hey, we had a great week. Lots of great times. Uh, ben McIntyre joined us, Gail Brandt. Uh, talk the NFL draft, which uh, first round is tonight. Uh, let's see here. We also chatted with Ryan Cutter, Arunis Duda, Barry Abrams, Bill Ingvall. Sunday night uh, here in Helen at the Civic Center, Bill Ingvall will be on uh, on uh, tour and looking forward to seeing him uh, for the first time in, uh, well, and it's been a while since I've seen him, but his fourth show since coming back with uh, from COVID pandemic and shutdown. So looking forward to seeing him. All right. We, uh, thanks to Green Meadow Country Club for their gracious uh, generosity for uh, hosting us all week. It's been a lot of fun. Hope you enjoyed it. Um, we're off tomorrow and Monday, depending on the remodel. Just keep us uh, keep following us on social media. The Facebook, Twitter, Instagram will keep you updated on what's going on. JasonWalkerShow.com. Uh, you can email us anytime, Jason at JasonWalkerShow.com. Tweet us at JayWalkerSports. But anyway, uh, keep updated. We'll be back um, soon, obviously. But uh, going to celebrate the little one's birthday. Got a big golf tournament on one on uh, Sunday we're going to play in. Um, but that doesn't affect us. But uh, we'll update you. Uh, we'll come back next week. Keep it updated. We'll tell you when. It'll be a lot of fun. Can't wait to be back home in our studio, the Major Mortgage Man Cave. Uh, it's a, it, it's fun being on location, but it's fun to be home too. So, I mean, as fun as it is to just literally walk off the golf course and then come do a show, it's really fun. But we'll do it again next week sometime, all right? And then 
Yeah. Oh, I was going to tell you this. By the way, speaking of the NFL draft, it appears that uh, Aaron Rodgers is going to get traded from Green Bay this year, possibly. Like, maybe tonight or this weekend. Um, but Gil Brandt said, uh, would you trade straight up Rodgers for Russell Wilson? Or how about Dak Prescott? Think about it. All right, have yourself a wonderful weekend. We'll be back soon. Midnight Bourbon is my pick to win the Derby. That is my pick. Put some money on him to win some money. Midnight Bourbon. Rock your world sounds good. You heard Barry Abrams. Hot Rod Charlie too, possibly. But Midnight Bourbon. What's better than a bourbon at midnight? Boom. There you go. All right. Had a lot of fun. Congratulations to uh, Ryan, Chad, and Todd from Green Meadow Country Club who golfed 100 holes today, all for charity. There's some tired dudes. <laughs> they could barely walk, but they're uh, they're doing all right. We'll do it again next uh, next time. We'll see you. Have a great weekend. Jason Walker Show presented by Capital Collision Center. Love you. The Jason Walker Show is produced by the Jason Walker Media Company. Any reuse, rebroadcast, or retransmission without the express written consent of the Jason Walker Show is strictly prohibited. Just listen, watch, and enjoy.